When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I told the boys that I am starting this off with uh, with fire, straight up fire, not even teasing it to them what I'm going to be talking about right off the hop. Gentlemen, the sky is falling right now for the Toronto Raptors. You want to know why? Why? Kyle Lowry. Um, it's funny because uh, I, I didn't notice this until I popped up, it popped up on my Twitter feed. Uh, this is the headline uh, post, uh, I don't even know if you call it, it probably a collapse against the Pistons. Not one That's I'm, collapse, yeah. not one I'm yeah. overly concerned about, but one that doesn't make you happy because of the circumstances and everything. But this is what Larry had to say. All right. I think, you know, so they, I guess they asked him what went wrong. Uh, obviously Larry's now become a go-to guy for the media. And he said, I think just talking, man, communication. Open your mouth. We got to speak. We've got to talk. You got to say something. Can't play if you can't say nothing. On that last possession, you've got to communicate. We have to open our uh, mouth and say switch. We have to talk simple as that. Oh, I mean, if you watch, if you watch that entire um, possession, it was horrifically. They had no communication. I don't know why JV's on the fucking floor, first of all. He does nothing. I don't, the whole thing didn't make sense. I mean, it was it was just like a blown play. But how they allow the Pistons to get two shots at a layup is pretty embarrassing. Well, and, and yeah, in that two-second stretch, I mean, that wasn't exactly spot-on coaching by Nick Nurse in that situation. I, I think he kind of just sees the talent he has and kind of just expects them to kind of know what to do. And I guess the players, and you know, I, I see the players when, you know, it's crunch time, they're talking to them and they're giving their input. So maybe he feels, you know, this is a learning moment for them that, you know, the coach has to kind of take control in that sp- situation. That didn't happen. So, um, yeah, obviously not a good, not a good bounce. Like, you know, 
three quarters they played great. They looked like a great bounce back after what was a pretty piss poor defensive showing against. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I was about to blank right there. Detroit. Well, no, they they lost. I'm talking about oh. their their pre previous game against the. Hold the on. Pistons, yeah. Uh, no, the previous one was against. Um, oh, Pelicans. 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 Pelicans, Pelicans deserve to win that game. Oh yeah, the Raptors yeah. were dog shit on defense, but. Oh, they. And all, I mean, to be fair, they also literally hit every every shot under the sun. Every yeah, when a team shoots sixty percent, you're probably gonna. No, lose. when when Etwan Moore goes like thirteen for seventeen and he's hitting everything and he looks like fucking Kobe in his prime, you know you're gonna have a long night. Yeah, so you're gonna have a bad time. So a couple yeah. of a couple of uh, not so great performances for the Raptors. Um, I'm not. I mean, obviously, no one's worried. Nobody should think there's a reason to be worried but not again when you're a team that has championship aspirations the expectations are high and this is why I liked what Kyle Lowry did after the game you know kind of kind of just a mental note to the rest of the group that this is you know you can't just look at what you've done the last few games and be satisfied with it because other teams now that you have a target on your back Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, also, like, some of the onus has to be put on Kawhi Leonard, too. He was he was not good. I mean, he has to take a blame at, at some point because, you know, he dribbles it off his foot, misses the, misses the free throw. Um, I mean, just like he didn't make too many mistakes, but still those down the stretch are kind of killer. And you could, you could tell he was, he was fired up about uh, letting that one off his shoe, too, but still. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They gotta, but it, he's he's got to take responsibility for that one. If there's one player that's been able to earn having a bad game, it's why the games he has started, he's carried. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm not. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like it was a sorry. It's not like it was a terrible game all across the board. He had a great start, and then just a couple of mistakes are what the game is going to be remembered for for him, unfortunately. No, very very right because you know. You can look at one or two games that maybe he hasn't looked great, but you know the Raptors, I think, uh, had only lost one game where he's where he's started at that yeah, they point. Yeah, been pretty okay with him. Like nobody. Well, two, 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 two now. Two now. So yeah. I think people kind of just need to make a relax on this guy has done what you've expected and. The, the, what I'm hearing is, this is just a just is just a start. Like there is another gear he's going to have. So, um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think the only thing that I'm, I would be concerned about the Raptors is that perimeter shooting, four for twenty tonight. Um, as we're recording this on the Thursday night, just ha just a couple of hours after the game, like four for twenty from three is not the identity of this team right now. They, they've they been known to have a better three-point point, uh, shooting. Danny Green did leave the game. That does impact it. Kyle Lowry is usually driving the bus in that department. Kawhi is usually pretty good with that. So I don't know if they just changed their approach and decided, I mean, 23s is not a lot for this team. So I don't know if they just felt that because they weren't hitting them, they just took that out of the game plan, which 
kind of don't understand why you may want to consider that, but um, other than that, I, I just it's two perform two straight losses. They're gonna happen. I mean, the Raptors were just ranked the number. Uh, was it, are they were they first in the NBA rankings or number two? I they were number one. They were ahead of Colts. They were ahead of the ahead of the G the Golden State Warriors who. But since that, they're fucking zero and two this week. I blame the Eagles NBA power. Coming off loss to uh, who was the team they lost to? I mean, they lost to the Bucks last week, and this week they lost to the Clippers. Yeah. Because Dr- Draymond Green thought he was fucking Steph Curry, and took the ball down the court all by himself, and then just fumbled it because <laughs> he sucks. And he didn't even get a shot off, and yeah. he's like taking the piss out of Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant's like he fucking serious. Yeah, that was the best part. Is not even that he took the ball down, went one on five, and then turned it over. Is that he basically just got Kevin Durant to admit that he's leaving Golden State after this, or allegedly. If you're into all those lip reading videos that are going around on Twitter. No, he didn't say. He didn't say that's why I'm out. He said that's crazy, bro. I I I I saw a bunch of takes on that. I was. It was pretty funny though. Oh yeah, I mean Golden State. They're gonna be in town. At the end of the month, so uh, that's going to be an absolutely <laughs> incredible matchup. Yeah, that's where the Raptors is. I'd rather the Raptors have their lull moments now, so that when, by the time that matchup comes about, that won't be an issue. So I'll take I'll take these types of performances now versus what could potentially happen against the Warriors. Although something that's interesting that I read, uh, I think Zach Lowe brought it up, or or maybe I saw it on Sportsnet. I might have saw it on Sportsnet, where they were talking about um, the Raptors kind of struggle against teams that you know play really up tempo, because um, the Raptors are like the Celtics; they kind of like to slow down the tempo, and the teams that they've had issues with, mainly you know the Bucks. Um, the Pelicans, teams that they, the Suns, the ones that they played, didn't even lose to, but they played to close games, all played with incredible pace. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that. I, I know a lot of people will des- describe uh, Kawhi's game as one that he likes to slow the play, the pace down, and you know, get his moments, and especially on offense, like he's not a guy that. That's very up tempo and quick. Because I remember last year that was supposed to be the Raptors style, and no, he, he's more of an ISO player. Like I mean, every fucking superstar is an ISO player. But um, yeah, he—that's he, kind of his game. He kind of slows down the game, which I mean, a lot of players do. But unless you're Steph Curry, and you're just yeah, I mean, the only person that is an absolute beast at iso ball is is like a guy like James Harden or Chris Paul. Yep, they're yep. very much so. Um let's let's move off from the Raptors now. I know they deserve love, they deserve but I mean I think what they've been able to do this season um I, I'm 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 surprised that they're doing this this well so early on just because of all the changes they've made. But um, it's it's e- it's easy to get overly excited until they you know play a team like Golden State or um, I'm tr- like they beat Boston, which is was no and Philly, 
against Milwaukee, but I want to see how they do up against, you know, the tougher West teams that always tend to give Toronto some trouble. Yeah, I'd be interested to watch them play against uh, Milwaukee. I think I think when teams are fully healthy, I think that would be a really good matchup. I, I like what I've seen out of Milwaukee. By the way, did can somebody find out for me, did they win tonight? Because I know they were down like four points in the final three minutes to the Grizzlies, but I, I'm not they sure if they won. Lost they lost by three. There we go. Look at the Memphis Grizzlies. They're Dylan five. Brooks, too. Well. Yeah, I guess. Without, I don't know, just a sweet Canadian plug I wanted to try and get in there. Yeah. Although, t- speaking of Memphis, I saw a mock draft for the NBA 2019 draft. Did yeah. you know the Celtics have four first-round picks? Uh, There's no way. What? Yes, they have the Grizzlies' first-round pick, the Kings' first-round pick, their first-round pick, and the Clippers' first-round pick. Like, I feel like they're just stealing at this point. I, I don't know how they get these picks. What traits did they get those picks from? So they got the Memphis, uh, they got the Kings first round pick from Philly for trading down to get Jason Tatum. They got mm. Memphis's first round pick in a cap dump. And they got the Clippers first round pick and I believe the Doc Rivers trade. So they gave them an extra first round pick to get Markel Holt? Yes, yeah. They and they up. still got Tatum. Yeah, and they still got the guy they wanted, Jason Tatum. Thank God Brian Colangelo is unemployed right now. No, I wish he was still employed. Well, I mean, for their sake. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Any other, thank God. But. Um, so right now it projects for Boston. to do. This is how it projects for Boston based on one mock draft I'm seeing. Yeah. They would draft 19, 21, 22, 23. Oh, my God. Four picks in a row. That's good. I mean, I'm actually thankful. Like, thank fuck the Kings are doing well. Imagine, like, Zion Williamson going to the fucking Celtics or R.J. Barrett. Picks in a row? What? What's that? Somebody get Don Sweeney on this action. (laughs) Four picks. Man, he just has to walk across the hall. You can tell him how to pick three straight players. The thing I'd love them to do is just go up with a list of players and say three in a row. Just your favorite name. If there's ever a time the NBA, if you want to get something going, oh man, that'd be painful for draft analysts because it's just like, oh, we got they, they, got, they can't break it fast enough. Those no, bastards. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, it's, and the Raptors obviously don't have a first round pick because of the Kawhi trade, so they'll be either hoping to get back in there or uh, I mean <clears throat> they've proven that they don't necessarily need the first round pick to have some you know, decent uh, decent players come up yeah but they have to have a pick I, 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 I mean they have to have a second or something but yeah they do have their second round pick they didn't last okay. year They had. I don't think they had a pick last year so yeah and like uh, du- what's his name Dwayne Casey um, Masai was just so mad about it because ironically enough the guy he wanted if he, he tried to get back in the lottery and the guy he wanted was Shea Gilgis Alexander who looks like a stud yep I remember that he was I think I don't know who exactly was being rumored I think some people were suggesting DeMar was being thrown at teams but 
Yeah, for the for the Clippers two first round picks, and they said no. Actually, it would have been pretty decent if they got those two picks. Probably would have picked two yeah. starters, knowing Masai. He's probably one of those guys that I just have so much faith in him to just get a good player at least out of it. The only time that I would say we he's missed was uh, was Bruno Capoeira. The Brazilian kid, Bruno. Bruno. No, no Bruno time. But other than that, Siakam. I, I wrote about this TA. Siakam was a 27th overall pick two years yeah. ago. OG. They kind of missed on Pirtle. I wish they took uh, Sabonis. Instead of Pirtle, but it is what it is. They get Kawhi from him, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think he gets a pass on that one. Yeah. Um. So let's uh, let's move on to that other other Toronto team that people the team that won the team that that won the team that also got their asses handed to them by one Boston Bruins line. Oh my god! I'm, I'm tired uh-huh. of hearing that shit. Like. I will say if the if the Leafs didn't do what they did to LA on uh, Tuesday night, man, people would still be harping on that Kings game. I mean, people have been. Oh yeah, for sure there would be. But okay, so the last time you and I talked, Austin, it was just before the Jersey game. I think we got a really good sense of how the Leafs look with Anderson in the net and without Anderson in the net. Mm. Yeah. Hats off to uh, Mike Babcock for looking at the competition and going, Derek Sparks should play against the team we're playing for a top spot in the Atlantic. But Frederick Anderson is going to play against the worst team in the league. (laughs) Oh, New Jersey just... Austin's giving you the, the... Serious shade, throwing some serious shade at you right now, but it's very true who though. Was, Sparks. Who was, who was the team that they played on the other half of the back to back? I forget now. Uh, well, there Sparks played against they played, LA. They, they played uh, Anderson played against the Devils. You're right. Yeah, yeah. He did. So the why? I I I no I I, I agree because, with you because starters always play the first half of the back to back. Yeah. Noodles explained it. It's 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 for like a bunch of different reasons because you don't want them to play in front of a tired team and stuff like that. Well, Anderson. I mean, it doesn't matter. They got the two points in that game, but um, maybe that's I, mean, I think that's probably it. Take the... uh, in the first part of that game on the first leg of a California road trip when you just traveled out there. So I mean, I guess have goalie gas as well as the team. I, I don't know. It's just annoying. I don't like losing to the Bruins. Is the moral of the story? It's no, not... me neither. I I can't stand them. Not just losing to the Bruins, but losing how they did. Getting buried by the Bruins. Because they buried the Bruins in the first period and just couldn't score. Yeah, it was a joke. No, that goal was coming because they, the Boston Bruins were. Uh, what would be a good word? I mean, the hockey equivalent of the rope and dope. Carlisle. They kind of no. They kind of um, survived the the first yeah. wave. They weathered the storm. And then they got yeah, exactly. And then weathered the storm. That's it. perfect. It wasn't. And you know what? As much as like twenty shots is impressive, could we could we really say that those twenty shots were anything spectacular? A couple were. Yeah, a couple out of the twenty. Like we're saying, maybe 
eight, nine of the 20 were like really worthy of, you know, of being decent scoring chances. Correct. So I just wanted to point that one out there. Um, then they go to LA and <laughs> pretty much went, who's your daddy? Because Man, that team is uh, fucking awful. <laughs> also, Colorado just scored. They're playing the Bruins right now. They're up 4-3. Okay. There we go. They were down 3-2, so. Yeah. Who's, who scored? Does it, was it? Of course. So they, every goal they have is from that first line. That guy that scores all the points. The guy That's with all the guy with all the goals. <laughs> I have him in my fantasy league, so I'm not I'm not complaining about that one. Oh, there you go. You. I I told Austin this. Because he's my keeper, and I picked him mm-hmm. last last in last year's. Oh, draft. you're not talking about our hockey. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm talking about my my actual league. I care a little more about. No offense to the Centennial. Sports uh, journalism hockey pool. No, no offense. Do you know who you happened to lose to last week, David? Okay, we do. We want to go there. Do we really <laughs> want to go there? <laughs> because Man, I have, I have no patience for for uh, what's it called? Uh, fantasy hockey. Yeah, it's pretty. There's a lot of lineups. It's a, it's a long chug. I just couldn't yeah. set a lineup sure. every single day. I'm looking at it, and our league is 23 weeks. That's not including playoffs. I don't believe. Oh my gosh, twenty three weeks. I can barely do sixteen for football. So like, yes. You can auto set your lineups so for the you, week so it doesn't the whole week. So ladies and gentlemen, yes, Austin did beat me in fantasy. David has won the war, he is ahead of me in the standings because my I team. have so um for some reason. Um, I have the second most points in league, but yes, I am second, a uh, third in the standings. Um, and and let me also, rem- Allison, you want to tell people why my team probably shouldn't be where they are right now? I'm not sure. My team is at the bottom of the standings because I picked half the Tampa Bay Lightning and then realized they were in Europe and played like three <clears throat> games combined over the first two weeks. Do we do we also want to remind people that my team was all auto drafted because I couldn't get into oh, the draft? Oh right. <laughs> Who did you auto draft first? <laughs> um, my first auto draft uh, pick was um, it was uh, Marshan. So. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, his last his last pick was Martin Marincin because Yahoo has him rated as like the hundred and fiftieth best player in the NHL. What? Yeah, yeah. That's got to be a typo or something. No, I thought so too. If you guys want to talk about other stuff, I'll look up who Marinchin went ahead of because I always enjoy that. Oh, I've I've got it right in front of me. I'm just gonna give it to you. Oh, I'm gonna give it to you. Okay, so Martin Marinchin (coughs) was picked in round 16. Yep. He was picked ahead of Anti Ranta, (laughs) Patrick Marlowe. Ellie Tolvanen and Ryan Pulak. Oh my god, that's fucking sad. And yet, Jake, I am still in third place. And Ryan Pulak. I'd, I'd hope you dropped him. Uh, Although I should have kept him because probably I probably still be in the in beating some shit teams in our league. So, um, 
You know, but as those, it, to bring it back to our original story, <laughs> the big performer the... engine was Ryan Suter. Just add on. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, not my brightest. Mo- I like literally. Oh, it's an um, autograph. Uh, Austin and and our friend Jose literally messaged me at the same time, buddy. You drafted, you, you drafted Marinchin, and I thought they were joking. And then like I'm like they wouldn't joke if they were gonna pick a joke, they wouldn't pick Marinchin. And right. I just I just went no fucking way. <laughs> right. Um, I I the reason why I brought up the whole fantasy talk in the first place, because last year. We did our draft, uh, and this is a keeper league. So wherever you draft a guy, the following year, yeah, I, I, I got it. Yeah, you want to know where I picked Nathan McKinnon? Seventh round. There's 19 rounds. I got him in the 13th round. Wow! So you basically <laughs> have a first round pick for fucking nothing. For nothing. Yeah. People have been trying to get him from me, and I'm just like, oh, Jake. No. Two Piss years. Off. Two years ago. Or, yeah, two years ago, I picked. Andre Vasilevsky in the 14th round. Yeah, uh, we did. So. I've told you about my keeper league, and it's ridiculous. For some reason, none of the keepers were saved this year, so we had to redraft all of our players. Oy vey. But, um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, you know, I have had some two pretty good studs in that league, so not a big deal. Um, I'm gonna what, 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 what year was... What round was Pedersen taken in this year? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Or it was one of the last rounds. Um, you know what? I was actually I was trying to pull another, you know, Nathan McKinnon like steal, but somebody caught on, and I waited one round too many because I I had him in my queue, and I said, you know what? I needed. So uh, let me see here. I know who took him because uh, he tried to trade me trade me for him um, but I wasn't the problem in our league is it's not just points you have to get all the other categories too to have a guy that that's really worth drafting in certain points uh, let me do a quick search Patterson oh uh, 15th round 16th round oh my gosh that's so, unfair my 16th round Hey, actually, sorry, no. So he went 156. I had the 159 pick. And the only reason why I didn't pick him, Jake, is because those were my keeper rounds. So I couldn't pick him. Wow. Because I had... I mean, in that, in those rounds, I had Vasilevsky, McKinnon, McAvoy, and Raquel. So, Pretty decent. So I'm not... Yeah, I wasn't like... Obviously, I, I wanted Pedersen, but I wasn't going to draft him too high because I wanted to keep the keeper status. But Did uh, you have any leaps that were benefited by yesterday's game other than Martin Martin? <laughs> Did I have any? Uh, yeah. None. I don't have any leaps on my teams. It was a good game yesterday. So I mean... Who's got Marner? Who's got Marner? That... Not me. Uh, in our league, I don't know. Uh, in another league, he was the... Uh, so he was a keeper pick at nine, round nine. So, how many years can you keep keepers? Two three, years or three years? Three years. Yeah. Jesus and Christ. if you pick up a guy, so the rule is if you pick up a guy as a free agent, he automatically becomes your tenth round keeper. Yeah. Marner wasn't; he was drafted. 
But if a guy right. is drafted and then he's it's dropped round. Yeah. It, and he's dropped, he loses his keeper status. Yeah. I knew that. Yeah, so if, I'm I've been really big into the fantasy hockey the last couple of years, so um, I'm getting big into fantasy hockey right now because my fantasy football season has been crushed over the last full stretch. So. Yeah, let's not get into knows. fantasy football right now because Jake no, would. Bad uh, idea. Jake would. Uh, Jake would have some things to say to me about that if he actually pays attention to our. Right. I do. I pay attention to my team. I don't know what place you're in, Dave. I feel like you had a. Didn't you pick like? a lot of weird running backs like Royce Freeman or something. Uh, I had to pick up because both my running backs were on buys this week. <laughs> um, I do a fantasy so quick. I like it. But I also lost a couple of guys to injuries, so I got screwed in that department. So uh, Right. Let's uh let's just leave it at that. Um I did I did get, you know, first year in the league I did go into the finals, no big deal, so Yeah. Um yeah. Let's move on to um, <clears throat> okay, a couple of things. Austin Matthews, we were t- we were talking about this today, just casually between all of us uh, in our group chat. We're we're thinking Matthews is getting close, boys. Yeah, to getting traded. <laughs> oh, you're bringing that up now. Oh, Jake, I didn't think you were gonna be the one to bring this up. So, um, Jake, how, who's the one that brought this to our attention? I believe it is a man whose name is similar to a male body part. <laughs> one that if you act like one, you probably are one. One who, uh, who whose profile picture looks like that of a sex offender. <laughs> so, okay, let's let's just get the elephant out of the room here. Damian Cox. That we're emphasizing the Cox part. Had the audacity. Look, Damien Cox has been in this. He he knows. I I call him the guy who likes to stir the pot. But sometimes he he doesn't stir the pot. He has it explode into his face. He lights the pot on fire. Yeah. Put some kerosene, brandy, whatever you want. Um, So... his, his thing on Twitter is like Kevin with the chili on the office. He brings it in and he's so excited, and then he just spills it on the carpet. And that's sort of how the Twitter reaction works. So this is the one thing about a tweet. If your tweet has more replies than likes, there's a problem. It's not good. He has, it's not good. So his tweet, so his tweet, before I even read it, has 489 replies. <laughs> replies. <laughs> It has 103 likes. I'll, I'll guarantee you every single one of them is is a Leaf fan, which makes me so goddamn proud. Oh. <laughs> I got, I got it's, some... it's probably the same response like, nah, bro. You tripping, bro. Nine-tenths of them or just this ain't it? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at a gif of Buzz Lightyear saying there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. <laughs> There's some good ones. I've seen some good yeah. ones. So this is the tweet. This is the tweet. John Severus is playing so well. Okay, Damien, you're off to a really good start here. It does make Butter, me think. Buttering us up. Let's go. Why not sign Martyr in Nylander? Okay. Okay, yeah. And trade. Uh-oh. 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 Matthews. For a whole pile of goodies. 
Does does anybody know what he means by a whole pile of goodies? So entire organizations. A whole pile of goodies he used as a thing to explain a return in the trade. Yeah, not good. Uh, not saying they would, but it's not such a crazy idea anymore, and that's because of JT. Not, not great, Bob. Don't? Not great. Do, do, wasn't this the same John Tavares that wasn't worth $11 million less than a week ago? Yeah, man. Is this, that guy sucks. Is this also Life comes at you fast. Is this also the John Tavares that signed here because he'd be playing with Austin Matthews as a 1-2 punch at center? No. Did I did I miss did I miss that? Cadre <laughs> has seven goals in nine games, man. This makes Nick Kipper everyone who hates Nick Kipper's, I'm not a Kipper hater. I think he throws I some am. stuff out there. He throws stuff He's out there, but this makes Nick Kiprio seem reasonable. Like the most intelligent human being on the planet. <laughs> I mean And he's actually a moron. Well, I've seen a lot worse. As we can as we know now, there's a lot worse than Nick Kiprio out there. You have. You've seen worse. I've seen okay. than, than Nick Kiprios, I have seen worse. Unfortunately. Um so I'm not entertaining this idea. I'm not even going to talk about it. Let's just say it's a dumb idea. If people think that the cap is a big problem for the Leafs, I would like them haters. To, I would like for them to really explain to me where the issue is. No, there there isn't one. They can they can make it work barring no more of this bullshit where guys are holding out and shit like that. So this is the other thing I want to bring up. So Mitch Marner's agent, his agency that represents him. Yeah, that's a that's a douche move, by the way. Why on earth are they retweeting retweeting articles? Yeah, why are you retweeting an article about young stars not being able to get under the cap? People... They gotta stay. In, they gotta stay in their lane. Look, you want. This there's a part of this that you know the fans will look. Every Leafs fan right now is, I would say, a good ninety percent is on the Leafs side in this Nylander negotiation. I'm oh, sorry, on the Leafs side, they're against. I think, I think that's everybody except for uh, Michael Nylander. <laughs> but, um, I I don't see how this helps the situation. As an agent, you don't want this to be difficult. No. You want this to be easy. This is what we would like. If you can, if you can help us out, that would be great. Yippee! But, like, do not like I, this. I just don't get it. I just don't get why you want to make this hard. <clears throat> and what that retweet even serves because it's based off of an opinion. It's not a fact. No. There's no fact to actually there's no way to actually say the Leafs are going to have a hard time keeping the young stars in. You know what's making the young stars hard to keep in? It's not the Leafs. It's the young stars. I mean, it's also the other idiots surrounding the Leafs. <laughs> Who are like who are like? Oh, Jack Eichel only played uh only played twenty games in the last two years. 
here's $10 million. Not saying he's not worth it, but like, that's a ridiculous amount of money for somebody who hasn't played a lot of hockey before that. He was play, I think he played like 120 games. Jake, did you not see the latest big contract uh, extension that went through this week? Um, Jacob Chitrin. Oh, Chikrin. Jacob Chikrin, or Jakob Yeah, that's Chikrin, a lot of money. Got six years, $27.6 yeah, million. Four, a lot. So a $4.6 million cap hit. How many career games does he have? How many career points does he have? Okay. Hold on. I pulled up Elite Prospect just for this purpose. He's played like a season and a half. I guess 140 games. He has 119 NHL games. Jesus. Over three seasons because he made the team uh, for being drafted in 2016. He has... Do you guys want to take a wild guess of what his point totals are? My guess is he got 30 points. All right. You're pretty close, Jake, by the way. Yeah, he has... Uh, 11 goals and 34 points in 119 games. Oh, my God. No, I Next thing you know, just, be, just because he has a good, decent not, contract, uh, they'll they'll say, oh, him for Nylander straight up. Yeah. Um, would be a good comparable. Or actually, we could probably do that as well. Oh, lovely. Hold on. You guys keep going. Let's see the comparables for him. It'll be very I was trying to use this Elander, but he doesn't sign the contract yet, so you can't compare anything. Sorry, no. drop that one in there. Uh, shit trade. I write something on this. Uh, his comparables. Oh, this is still on his entry level. All right, never mind. <laughs> oh, that's Let's just say um, some NHL GMs are trying to. To be too, they think they're being smart, but what they're doing is they're getting too ahead of themselves. I look at I look at contracts that have you look at, and, and David Pasternak has been the best comparable in the situation because you have a team here in Boston that said, We're not giving you eight by whatever you're asking, we're giving you six by something because we want to win. You either do or you don't decide for yourself and look how it's worked out for the kid. Nylander's camp doesn't give a crap about that apparently based on what we've been told. Other, like I like the the agent to try to you know put a little um, fire extinguisher on this big flame that's making them look pretty bad right now. Uh, yeah. That's uh it's a mess, and I don't want to talk about it. I apologize for bringing Nylander up. <laughs> no, you know what? You can't. You can't go yeah. by without talking about it. Yeah. Um, because, look, I, I'm, I'm at a point where he either wants to play on this team, and will sign a reasonable contract. If they're offering him the David Pasternak contract, and he's saying no, I say that's a big problem. That's a problem. If you're saying you're Leon Dreisaitl, that's an even bigger problem. Even though he's not even a centerman. Thank you. I just I, I that was a big part of about this article I wrote. He's not a center. Um, he didn't <clears throat> he didn't put up a point per game, 
or close to a point per game. <coughs> I, I don't care about the underlying numbers. What I care about is how does he perform in certain situations? Is he going to you know, project to be how he is over the years of his contract? Can he not only play to what his contract is, but maybe give them a bit more? And if you're thinking, oh, I can give you more, but you're going to have to pay for it. Well, what if you give us less and we're pay- overpaying you? Exactly. Like, that's the thing with, like, contracts nowadays. They're not based on, like, performance. They're based on future performance. And, oh, it's getting, oh, it's getting kind of annoying because, like, all these guys are getting paid a lot of guaranteed money. Yeah, yeah. And There's some bad contracts that are comparable to Chitron just while we're on that. Yeah, they're probably all guys signing unrestricted for agency. Um, if you're getting paid in the four to six million dollar range, you're not like if you're like the four and a half to five and a half, probably not a a decent player because the decent players don't make that much. You know, Ryan McDonough is making less money than he probably should, but he is making a million or sorry, a hundred k more per year than Jacob Chickering now. That's also probably because he plays in Tampa Bay. Yeah, and he also yeah, it's it makes what's, sense. What's the right. Arizona state tax like? Oh no, sorry that that contract that McDonough signed was in 2013. He was still with the Rangers. Yeah, because that's why he got a he got a new contract. He got a new contract. Oh, is this? Uh, he's getting more. He's getting six point seven five. Right, he signed another deal. This is until 2019. He's <laughs> on. But still, the age comparables would be there. He's what, 28? McDonough's 29, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I think the best way to describe it is you either are are worried about over-exceeding your value or you're worried that, you know, I I don't know why he's worried about being underpaid because there's... I don't see any guy his age being underpaid. I think that, no, I think the big thing for him is he doesn't want to get lapped. Which, I, I don't know, I just, that wouldn't be something I worry about. I wouldn't really, like, I would care if somebody signed a deal before me and they refused to go past that. Like, if, um, what's a comparable, a guy in all these, like, if Patrick Marlowe got $7 million a year and they're like, nope not worth more than him i'd have an issue with that but like just just based on inflation and everything i'd be like okay what <laughs> like, sure? I, don't, I don't know how you like i was saying this to uh, i think uh you guys are like how do you plop like let's just say however much he's getting paid uh, over the course of contracts say it's 42 say it's 49 million dollars say seven times seven how do you have $40, $50 million staring you in the face and you're like, nope? It's Pretty because, easily, apparently. It's because we don't have somebody telling them you can do better. We we see that money and we're just like, uh, yes, please. <clears throat> uh, yeah, but like, even if you are that rich and you believe in yourself, like, is it really, is it that big a difference? 
Um, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. Um, you know what also doesn't make sense? Some what? of the trade propositions for William oh Nylander. God. Oh my god. This guy needs to get hit in the face with bat. Dandy yesterday. Uh, look, whenever somebody says, oh, throw out a hypothetical trade that you would do, I, I just go, oh, this is going to end very well. Um, I, I, if I'm, look, also people thinking that the Leafs are going to get a lot more than that. Let's be real here. There's, there's a lot, there's a bar that teams are going to pay for Willie Nylander because A, as we've already pointed out, he's not a center. They also can't afford him based on what his cap hit will be. Thank you. Yeah. Your Leafs fans are just like, oh, you know, we should be able to get X defensemen and prospects and picks. It's like, well, a team also has to pay him his money too. So, um, yeah. like, it's the same issue that the Leafs are gonna ha- are having. Yeah, it's, I there's so few teams that I I guess that would even be willing to pay him that, but can pay him that. I look at look people are people brought up Anaheim. Anaheim's a budget <laughs> team. Like they're they're also up against it too. Up against it, they have injuries, um, a lot of money tied into older players. Their back end has been uh, locked up long term. I, I don't see the fit there in that regard, and I don't think Randy Carlisle would take too well to a player like Nylander. Um, he's not exactly his type of player, so that makes uh, makes a that, that I think impacts it. Um, yep. You brought up Jake. I know before a team like Philly would be a good fit potentially. Yeah, but just based on what their beat writers have said, they they're not willing to offer anything of substance. Like if they, like obviously if they somehow okay. were dumb enough to like, say Travis Sandheim a great player. Yeah. yeah, but they're like, but too much potential. It's like what? Then then it's like okay, how about Ghost Bear? And they're like, hmm. Maybe. How about Radko Kudis like, in a conditional seven? Yeah, they're they like, how about Philippe Myers straight up? It's like, what? No. Oh, fuck off. How about no? <laughs> and then and then Jake, um, I know you and I talked about the about the Hurricanes and how, like, look, if the Leafs had to start off with like a Joe, a Brett, I was supposed to say Joe Pesci, a Brett Pesci as a package. It's not the end of the world, but it's not what you want. But you also yeah, that would that would be the opening of a negotiation. Yeah. I would be like, okay, and you, but and, you, you, and your first round pick, and another roster player like a Neck Ash or, or um, like a Warren Fogle or something like that. Or but maybe you, it's a bigger deal. Like they were talking about this in overdrive. If they get Pesci and like Tavo Teravainen. And they give up someone else in return. Like if they could get Teravine and Pesci and give up maybe Nylander give up and like a prospect. I would say I say why not do Nylander and try to get rid of Zaitsev too? Alright, come on. Now we'd be ripping them off. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Look, Carolina is all in apparently. Yeah, shoot your shot. Now, you mentioned, Jake, that if they were all in, then 
I, you don't understand how that's their offer. Yeah, how is that? How's when I'm all in, I'm putting every chip I have in the middle, saying this is nobody is going to beat me. But I mean, maybe these guys just don't know poker terms. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's true. I think there. I, I think when people look at oh, they're giving up a good, they're giving up a right hand shot defenseman who everyone seems to overvalue now, and. Oh, a bunch of other things. Oh, that's going all in. It's not going all in. Giving up two first-round picks and a second-round pick for Phil Castle, that's almost that's like going, going all in. in. <laughs> that's going all in. Giving up uh, Taylor if Hall. If you're stupid all in, that's one. going all in with pocket twos, but it's going all in. How about Taylor Hall for ya- for Jakob Larson? Uh, sorry, not yeah, Adam Larson. I about to, I'm thinking <laughs> the Anaheim. That wouldn't be so bad. And again, going in, going in, going all in with pocket threes, but going up against aces. <laughs> uh, how about, um, ooh, how about Shea Weber for PK Subban? All right, we're going pocket sixes against aces. Uh, let's go with. Uh, I'm trying to think of another doozy one. Just oh, I got a good one. How about? <laughs> oh, this was one of my favorite. Martin Erat for uh, Philip Forsberg. All right, that's no. aces versus twos. <laughs> like, like people don't truly understand what going all in means because we have all, all all in basically like is saying I'm willing to overpay. I'm willing to overpay for something I think that's gonna help for us the risk tonight. to win it all. Baseball teams go all in. Yes. NHL teams rarely go all in and go the Rams all in are all in yeah. yeah the Rams are all in the Cowboys went almost half all in when they went, made the Amari Cooper trade going first round pick in a year where you don't have a 500 record that's that's pretty telling of where your stance is although pretty good win over the Eagles I will. I was. Uh, I was pretty, pretty happy about that one. That defense was pretty good. Fly Eagles, fly. Back to the road of the draft lot. Oh, there's no draft lottery. <laughs> to the <Damn> combine. <laughs> we are. Uh, we got to get this draft party figured out for all our teams. Well, yeah. I told you. We're keep us, I told you we don't have a first round pick unless we trade for one. Oh, that's true. You're disinvited from draft party. Me, me, right. me, and Chris are. Me and Austin. Yeah. And then maybe if Omar has a team by then. Yes. Didn't he say the Packers? Yeah. He. Said... They have two first round picks. Well, there you go. There it is. Omar, you're invited. Uh, all right. Let's bring. Let's move off the Nylander. Um Austin, I'm going to direct this question to you. Uh, I'm not happy with Nick Mullins if that's what you're about to ask me. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that to you. Uh, when, if, and when the Leafs get Nylander signed, I think they still need a defenseman. Do you agree with that sentiment? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you always need to add to the team. It's a pretty cocky, cop-out answer, but uh, I mean, there no team is perfect. And, do you, uh, you want to do you want to get the pucks deep too? I mean, pucks in deep, high off the glass, uh, roll four lines, good pros. What else am I missing here? Uh, yeah, I think you covered most of it. 
can cover most. Play to win the games. Yeah. Uh, to get a good opportunity. Win, uh, win the battles. Win, 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 the, win the corners. Battles in the corner. I gotta check the tape first before I can say anything about the game. Um, or check film. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's difficult because I mean. You, you have the best offensive defenseman in the league right now, Morgan Riley, as we are talking. God, I <laughs> love hearing that. Hell yeah. Yeah, it sort of rolls off the tongue, eh? Morgan Riley, best offensive defenseman. Not Norris. Riley Norris. Rolls off Morgan the tongue. Riley. Riley. Um, we need to get Jose in here to do the tongue roll for us. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it, sorry, I'm taking a really long time to get point here but yeah it's uh morgan riley's been t- great. T- today yeah sorry boys um zaitsev and ozaganov or i mean zaitsev is what it is <laughs> unfortunately you want to talk about a long-term unfortunate contract <laughs> right there. um ozaganov had an absolute muffin up the middle of the ice that led to Dion phanuff almost oh scoring on the gosh. Lead. <laughs> oh my god that was so Dion phanuff is now on pace for five points you do not slight his name seven million dollars <laughs> I saw the funniest thing. It was like it was like f this Hall of Fame class. Lou should get a Hall of Fame plaque again just for that trade. Yeah. <laughs> no salary was retained in this trade. God. Jesus um, Christ. It just depends. Like you, the only way you're getting back a good defenseman is if Nylander goes, obviously. And it, depending on who you want to talk to, it's going to be a defenseman that has a lot of uh, upside, but isn't really a proven NHLer based on what teams have said or. Defenseman that's not really worth Nylander. Would you think, up. Do you think a team they couldn't try to swing a deal without including Nylander? As I said before the podcast, mm-hmm. I hope you two are listening. Roman Polak is ninety five point nine percent positive to be back on the Leafs by the trade deadline. Oh wait, no, Lou Lamorello is not leading this team anymore. It might actually be a good defenseman. It doesn't just <laughs> rifle a puck off the sideboards to break out. The reason why I ask, I, I look at the bottom of the table. I, I don't want anyone on the LA Kings right now because they're just slow. Who would? They're horrible. Vegas is at the bottom of the league. Uh, St. They're Louis, winning tonight, though. They are. That's true. Um, but I, I think they're going to take a step back this season. I, I think they, they've they been somewhat figured out in a way. Also, Colorado beat Boston, by the way. Just put that in. Yes. What was the final Five, score? 5 3? Yep. Oof. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Chris got the empty net for his birthday. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird situation. The Leafs have to trade for a defenseman. Just bring up Frank Grotto, actually. Screw it. He's, he's firing in the AHL. There's your solution. I'm just trying Someone to. Someone who actually has been on fire is Rasmus Sandin. Yeah, he's been fantastic. Willie Grin's been great. There's no think, immediate solutions in yeah, the minor. I, mean, I think uh, he probably needs another year at minimum. I'd like to see a little more of Justin Hull here and there, but he's not exactly the best on defense. So no, this, no. I can yeah, give her – I can take it or leave it with him. He's not really, yeah. so he's not really it, some I mean, guy that I'm, like, angry if he's not in the lineup. No, for sure. Uh, it's just – Dubas, Dubas will find somebody that he likes that has good underlying stats, I would think. And uh, 
Roman Polak's a thing of the past, which is good because if Lou was still in charge, he's a, he would have 100% been back on this game for the playoffs. Like, not even a question. They would have given him, given like a third. Just because. Yeah. Truck. I just, man, I'm just starting to hope they just stop giving up twos for actually no reason. Yeah. I, yeah, that, that, that was, was more of a loop. Like, that's two really solid prospects that they're just they're handing right. away. And the only way they were able to recoup that was by trading down. Yeah, exactly. There were some weird things Lou was doing that were questionable. The draft included um, <laughs> taking, like, I put all of those 6-5 guys on Lou just being like, hey, this guy worked in 1998. <laughs> Let's draft him. This guy worked in 1998. So, oh. I wanted to ask, okay, look, they brought up Brandon Montour's name for a Nylander trade, but they also said it wouldn't just be Montour, it'd be Nontour Plus. Could you somehow convince Anaheim to trade Montour without including Nylander? Mm, probably not. I mean, what would you even offer? Happening or something, especially now because Cam Fowler is out with a broken face, right? Yeah, broken but... face. Took a I wish I was kidding, but I'm yeah. not. Yeah, he broke literally, right side of his face is like he's gonna turn into uh, Harvey Dent. A jackal, <laughs> Harvey Dent. Jesus. I will say though, like oh, Brandon, Brandon Montour is a right-hand defense, and Cam Fowler is a left. So. There's that aspect to it too, yeah. and Montour's like Montour is the right guy that I, I, I could see like Anaheim had a tough time getting him signed. Yes, they settled on a two-year deal, and that doesn't bode well for a team like Anaheim that has already locked up so much that they I don't think they're going to be able to pay him. No. Yeah, they have a lot of stupid contracts. Well, yeah, got... they're just sort of locked into go for it, going for it now. They have Kessler, Getzlav, Corey Ugh. Perry. Corey is Perry. he is Corey like what is? By the way, what is this? Is just a random question. What is um, Raquel's contract like? He's like four point something, I think. Maybe. Oh my God! Can we trade him for Nylander straight up? I actually uh, like he's making three point seven for the next four seasons. What the fuck? Yeah, is, um, I think they his, signed him on is a. Is agent retarded? They signed him to a six-year, twenty-two million, twenty-two point eight million dollar deal in 2016-17. And in that season, oh, twenty sixteen seventeen, he had fifty-one points in seventy-one games. Last year he had what, like sixty some? Sixty. 69. 69 points. 34 um, goals. He's they, had two straight 30 goal seasons. Oh, the Ducks were smart. They signed him October 14th of 2016 before he had that 50 point year. So he was coming off a 43 point year. So that's pretty low value still for a guy that's making score near 50 points. I'd also like to bring up that Brandon Montour right now plays the third pairing. Yeah, I, I agree. I saw that. I was like, what? It's because they have Josh Manson, who is a stud. Yeah. And they have Lindholm. And, and Jakob Larson. And, yep, yeah, he's a stud as well. Or he's going to be a stud. 
He was a first round pick. They've done re- really well with those high, like you know, their first rounders. They really all very fit first rounder. That's gonna be very good. So like that's why I'm saying, Montour seems like the odd guy out there. So can you potentially make something work there? What would you give up for a Montour? Minus, I think you. Jake, you were kind of starting something with the captain, but Nielsen Brown on a second, bud. Stop it. Omar would have a heart attack if he saw that. You know that, right? <laughs> Omar. I oh, think yeah, Omar's Omar. starting to realize. Omar's just gonna murder me if he hears this. No, I make. I'm gonna make sure he does. Yeah, for sure. Or Nielsen Bracco in a second, if you want to keep the meme going. See, like, if I'm the Ducks, I know that up front I'm absolutely terrible. Back then I'm pretty set. So why am Go I? On. So why am I not calling the Leafs and saying we'll give you? We'll, we'll ask for like, okay, they know that Marner, Matthews, Nylander, Tavares are off. The, off, like, no one, no, no way. Can they not find someone else? I mean, look, I mean, Bracco has been great. I'm not trading Bracco for Montour from the Ducks, but a no package. Shit. But a package of, of a, you know, because this is a team that's going to struggle to find guys. And I think the least Man, have. They, they have no fucking defensemen. Why would they do that? Who, Anaheim? Yeah. Who's their defenseman? I just they ran off their list. Dude, they're, they're allowing like 45 shots a game. I think that's more about coaching than it is about the about. Yeah, the, let's let's look at who's behind their bench and figure out why they're getting close. Like, look, shot. still, let's still, see. it's 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 like a ridiculous number. Like they but, got outshot by the fucking Islanders, like fifty to twenty. Like what? But when Bruce Boudreaux yeah. was the coach, it wasn't like that. They were one of the best defensive teams in the league. Yeah, because well, he can actually league. coach. So that's what I'm saying. Missing something. Their top defensive prospect is uh, Josh Mahura, who was with the Canadian junior team last year. See, like they have depth. It might not just be it. They, they have, and he's. I think he's in the AHL right now. So it's like they don't. They're gonna have all these guys in the AHL. And as I've, I think we've talked about this. You can't keep all these guys in the AHL forever. You no. They. Let me just see the. Yeah, there there were no defensemen. I was just looking at the 2016 draft. They haven't taken a defenseman in the first round since uh, 2016. Larson. Yeah, since 2015 when Larson was taken. Uh, they had two first in 2016. They took Max Jones and uh, Steele. Yeah, Steele. That'd be a guy who I'd want to go after. Matt, uh, their their forward prospects are fantastic. Let's just yeah, Comtois, um, Troy uh, Terry, Benoit, Olivier Garou. Yeah, uh, they also have. Uh, Troy Terry, Sam yeah. Steele, Max Jones, uh, Isaac Lundestrom. They drafted first round last year. Like they're good. Yeah, they just don't have a lot of defensive prospects. So yeah. do the they're Leafs? Not, okay, okay. So here, we, so okay, I'll reverse my question. Maybe the Leafs don't give them forward prospect depth. Do they go the yeah. other way around? And I'm not suggesting Sandine or Lilligren because I think those two guys are the cornerstone. Like next guys up. But trade Mac Hollowell while his price is high. Mac Hollowell. That sounds like My a guy. fake player. It sounds Mac fake. Is... It's like I'll give you a Mac, Mac Hollowell, the 
like, well, sounds like a lacrosse player. Austin Bright brought him up before because he has 20 points in 17 games right now in the O. For who? For Sault Ste. Uh, Marie. Sue. Oh, my gosh. That's why Dubas took him. He's a Sioux guy. Yeah. They've actually done pretty well with uh, taking defensemen, too. Um, what's the other guy? They took Dursey. He's How's he been playing? Uh, he has near a point per game, at least. He has? Uh, yep, 10 and 9. Owens down. So, over a point per game as a defenseman, which is solid. And then? And, uh, yeah, 20 and 17 with 8 goals for Hollowell with the Sioux this year. So that's what I'm saying. I think if the Leafs... I think the Leafs still need to look for defensemen. They need to look at teams that are desperate to have to f- change something. Give them better Gordive in a conditional second. Or seventh, not second. Gordive. Gordive. Andreas Borgman. We give you Borgman. Who the fuck is that? Borgman. Borgman or Fedor Gordive? Uh, well, Fedor Gordive, we know who he is. Man. But like, I'm, I'm saying... Is he the guy that played for Flint? Yes. Still plays oh for Flint. Oh, my God. As a 19-year-old. Yep, still with Flint. Oh, he's got 10 points in 16 games. Shit. There we go. He's flying. He also has 33 pins in 16 games. In six games? 16. Oh, oh. Jesus. You want to see You want to see a lot of, uh, of pins? Uh, J.D. Greenway has playing for... Wisconsin? Uh, nope. No, he left Wisconsin. The He's transferring, Saints. so he had to take a year in the USHL. Oh, okay. I was going to be like, how does uh, he have penalty playing... minutes in the USHL? I'm assuming it's Dubuque fighting Saints. Dubuque, yeah. My friend played there. He played uh, there with Johnny Gaudreau. And he, Greenway has 11 points in 15 games, so not bad, that, but it is the USHL. Yeah, it's a it's okay. It's a decent league. It's not nothing special. For, for a guy that was drafted two years ago, I mean, pretty good. That's all, yeah. that's all I'm saying. Like you know, the league. I'm just waiting for. Wait, where did he tra- Where did he transfer schools? Uh, give me one sec. I was looking forward to that because uh, you and I both wanted to leave Andre Miller this year, and he and yeah, and he got sniped by the fucking Rangers. And, and by the way, a- he's a stud. He, he he won uh he won NCA rookie mm. rookie of the week and month. He has he, has he nine looks like he's gonna game as a he's, he's a beast. He uh, let like me he's take a look. A star. Um, I'm just looking this right now. Uh, <sighs> he was at that time. Community. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of research going on here. Yeah, I, I can't see where he's going next. But all I'm saying is, like, look, I think the Leafs, there's guys out there I just don't think, you know, we're not hearing a lot of them right now because I think teams are still figuring out what they need or w- what they want to give up. But to hear Montour's name, I think suggests that there's something there for the Leafs potentially. I was a big fan of the one-for-one trade for uh, Colton Perico. Screw it. I would do that. I fucking love Pareko, man. Yeah, I, I, I'll <laughs> a pretty admit, good deal. That's like St. Louis shouldn't do it because their issue is an offense. Their issue is on the back end and goaltending. So the only reason they would do that is if they had enough 
uh, confidence in guys like Vince Dunn to step up and take over that spot. I don't think they do at the moment. But I mean, for I mean, Preco wasn't even a first rounder for them, and look how he's turned. He was out. like a fifth rounder. No, I think he was yeah. third. St. St. Louis. Let's look at them. He went to know. Alaska, right? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, like sure. uh, in the ECHL. No. Or like uh, University. Of... It's like yeah. No, no, you're, he's right. Tom. University of Alaska oh. Fairbanks. Yeah. Oh, they took uh, St. Louis took your boy Dominic Bach in the draft. I know. I was pretty upset with that. So Jakey was looking up here. So Pareko uh, was a third round pick. Damn. Ooh, Wasn't deal. he an overager though? Um. Well, yeah, because he went. He was drafted in twenty twelve. Oh no, he was drafted in twenty twelve. So right. he's, he's twenty five. He's I think older than people think he is. Yeah, St. Louis is uh, pretty interesting on defense. Uh, they haven't taken a defender in the first round. They just absolutely crush it in the other rounds. Yeah, no, they, they uh, take a ton of depth defensemen. But they haven't taken a defenseman in the first round since 2012. And they took Jordan Schmaltz, who, to my knowledge, was a massive miss. Not a massive miss, but not, definitely not a guy you want to take in the first round. He's played... 33 career games. Oh, I was thinking of Jaden Schwartz. I was like, are you okay? No, no that was... Uh, awesome. Awesome. No. Have you have you uh, fully embraced the Canadian transition to cannabis? No. And no, that was 2010. They took okay. Schwartz and Tarasenko within three picks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's so, unbelievable. I, I think... I think well, well, I, I think the player taking it? Oh, Derek Forbert. Oh my God, the Kings, right? Yeah. Oh, Colorado took Joey Hishin the pick after that. Oh, Phoenix didn't, took didn't he Hormley. die? Didn't Jody Hishin die? Or, or was he? Wasn't he? A, was he the guy that was allergic to like crack? Oh, yeah. uh, I think he's still alive and breathing. So, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> just, he just, just, just to, the, if anybody who is a good friend of Joey Hishin <laughs> is just like, <laughs> he's alive. Um, from they, what I'm reading, he's they, alive and well. He's good. in the pick. He is and working Harris as a with Brandon Gormley, to Phoenix. Yeah, he is oh. a scout. Yikes! Yeah, uh, Brandon f- Gormley. <laughs> Now playing in Germany, I believe, or the KHL. Yeah, so I think oh, I, no. I think what we're getting at here is that the only way the Leafs trade for defense and that I think would make sense if as you guys said is go after a guy like Pareko. Otherwise they need to find another creative way to go for a defenseman. I think that's the best way we can put that out here. I mean they should just do what they're doing right now, which is drafting one high every single year and you'll just eventually yeah. hit on a couple. I mean, look, Indian certainly looks fantastic. People, looks people, I'm sorry to cut you off here, Austin, but people think that when you draft a defenseman, oh, they need time. Well, you're drafting a defense in the first round. You're hoping they don't need as much time as a guy who was drafting this, you know, second, third round. First round picks have a little more cachet to them for a reason. Sorry, I'm just looking through the list of UFA E-men. what we did last week as well. We're looking at the same scenario. Oh, Carl Gunnarsson's a UFA. Yes. Yeah, my guy. How was that guy? Oh my god. How is he still We're going down NHL? this road again. 
All right, this is this is we, this is, we this is, them up great. I this think, is why I hit, hit the hang up and end record button when we bring up Carl Gunnarsson's name. I am like, hmm. gentlemen. Uh, there was um, there was also Pissick was a guy that was rumored out there on Twitter. It's like, does he make the Leafs? I'm not. I'm not looking for guys that Bab- Mike Babcock might. Oh, J- no, Jake, what are we filling up there? What I don't want. Jake, what are we filling up in the glass there? What's happening over there? Oh, sorry, it's a water. <laughs> oh, I just, swear to God. oh yeah, it's I a water, everybody. It's a water, water, water. That's what that's what Jake's giving. Uh, mics are good. It is. You, you want to hear me? I'm making seltzer. Okay. Oh, um. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Never a dumb moment with Jake on the podcast. <laughs> they just, they think the aliens are coming to abduct, abduct, abduct them right now. After hearing that. Um, Alright, gentlemen. Uh, this is how we're going to end it. Leafs, I'm going to go through their next five games. And I want you to tell me what you think the record is going to be. Okay. They play San Jose, Anaheim, the Blue Jackets, the Hurricanes, and then the Blue Jackets again. Three and two. Who do they lose to? Jackets once, and I'm gonna say San Jose. Okay, Austin. Yeah, I'd I'd say Anaheim's gonna be a pretty interesting game because the Leafs will probably win, but they'll make it as difficult as possible. Like they literally, like- they always, they just own the, the what's it called? It's the they own the Hurricanes. Like they always no, get no, outshot. No. Like. Uh, 100 to 0. The Ducks. I say the Canes. They're not going to lose the fucking Ducks. They won't. I'm saying it'll be one of those games where they play very odd because it's the last game of the road trip where they go go home after the road trip. Yeah. Yeah, they they play a game where it's like they'll split split with Columbus, they'll beat Anaheim, they'll beat Carolina, they'll probably lose to uh, San Jose. If they get six points, that's a great. That's a great trip. I know they is pretty much a. Yeah. I'd say. Is this the one? Is this the one where they have like five games in like seven days or nine days or something like that? Well, they play the next two nights. Well, technically, we're recording this at on (laughs) technically midnight on a Thursday. So they play. They play the Ducks on Friday. They play the Ducks on Friday. No Saturday night for the Leafs. Yeah, they're oh, off Saturday yeah. again. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. So they play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. So yeah, five and one, two. So one, two, three, four, four and five days, six days. Yeah, four and six days. If I'm learning that right. So I I think they lose to San Jose in like overtime. Because San Jose did have an impressive win over Nashville, so that won't be easy. I think they beat the Hurricanes because, as you guys mentioned, and the Ducks. I think those two teams will take advantage of, especially since they're road games. I think they lose to Columbus at home, and then Mitch Marner goes off on them in Columbus because we know he likes to do that. Yeah, he had a couple duties last time out. So that's where we're going to end the podcast today, ladies and gentlemen. I would like to thank uh, Jake for hopping on and uh, giving us his his undivided attention. And I say that sarcastically because I know he's playing FIFA <laughs> in the background. The seltzer mixture. And the seltzer mixture. I got thirsty. 
<laughs> I can't blame a guy for getting thirsty. I'm going to go enjoy a nice beverage right now, too. Um, Austin, obviously, thank you for coming on, as usual. Um, we will definitely pick this up again next week, uh, guys. And I want to thank everyone for listening. You can always subscribe to the podcast and listen to our other lovely episodes. And... Enjoy enjoy your Saturday night trying to figure out figure out what you're gonna do other than watch. Maybe you actually get to go outside for a change. I don't know. Figure it Maybe. out. Maybe spend oh. time with your family. No. You know you might have one of those, but uh, enjoy enjoy maybe a Saturday night where you're not driving yourself up the wall for a change. All right, will do. All right, uh, and that's the end of this of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I got nothing else at here. Woo! I This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.